Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, good evening, everybody, and welcome to an edition of Jordan and Chris and Cook for You. We're here in our lovely <laughs> kitchen of our new home, as you can see. Um, actually, what's happening tonight is we were supposed to go to church tonight, this new church we we're going to check out uh, Wednesday night. It's supposed to be at 7 o'clock, and we got there, and they're like, oh, no, that was the old website. We don't actually do services on 7, <laughs> so maybe we'll start doing services for them, whatever. But uh, we, so we don't have our equipment here because their equipment's at my office. And so I just figured the heck with this, we'll just do it in the kitchen because this is where the lighting is best. And I don't know, you know, food shows tend to do well. So we have a nice puree here. If you guys are interested, there's a strawberry banana. You know what? It's also like fellowship. I always think of like Jesus broke bread. You know, kitchens make people feel there's a commonality, no matter what the culture, no matter what the, it's like brings people together. Right. We have some nice chocolates here. Careful one. Sponsored by Cheer Deli. Mind if I indulge? <laughs> Inside joke. All right, guys. So listen. So here's my message for you tonight. I want to talk to you about a, a verse that often gets misinterpreted. And this is Psalms 37.4. And it's very basic. It says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. I'm not really sure where the confusion is, but I think it tends to be with the part about he will give you the desires of your heart. Because I know a lot of us can think of a lot of things we would really like, right? And this is, I think, sometimes where the prosperity message kind of gets a little bit off kilter because, you know, I could desire a Ferrari, I could desire giant mansions, my own fleet of private jets and all kinds of things. And not only does that get absurd, but you can also think of times where your desire is in conflict with somebody else's. For example, I used to play sports a lot, okay? And I'm not kidding, I would ahead of time pray that my team would win the game and that I would, you know, I was a baseball player. I pray that I would do well at the plate and I wouldn't make any errors in the field. I have a great game. Well, guess what? People on the other team are praying for the same thing, right? And we can't both win the game. You see this in the Super Bowl a lot. You know, both teams are praying for their team to win. You even see it in wars. If you ever study, for example, the Civil War or even World War I, all these different wars where both sides think that God is on their side, and they can't both win the war, right? And obviously, you know, just for example, with the Civil War, where you're fighting against two very distinct, fighting for two very distinct causes, God has to pick one or the other, right? And so you say to yourself, you know, it's hard enough to understand how God can give me all the desires of my heart when it's not even in conflict with somebody else. For example, you know, I'm sick, God, I need a, you know, a doctor says I need a kidney transplant or, or I, have, I, I have cancer and I, I have nowhere else to turn, God. You know, that's hard enough to conceptualize, right? But when it's in conflict with somebody else, uh, it becomes kind of impossible. And it occurred to me that all those times where I was praying to win the game, Okay, I was praying for the wrong thing. And in fact, you could even you could even break it down even further, not just win the game. God, I want to hit a home run every single at bat. Okay? Or if I'm playing golf, golf, God, I want a hole in one every single shot. Well, holes in one happen like one of every ten million shots. And obviously that'd be nice. Like you play eighteen holes of golf, right? And and you you know, just shoot an eighteen because every ball you hit goes in the hole, like magically, right? Like 
that's not what's going to happen, okay? Your 280-yard drive is not going to get caught up in some divine wind that carries it another 300 yards and just dumps it into the hole. That's not what we're talking about. See, those, here's the confusion. Those are not the desires of your heart. They're not. They're the desires of your flesh because the flesh says, glorify me. I want to win. I want to hit the home runs. I want to get the hole in one and things like that, okay? But what the Spirit says, delight yourself in the Lord, what you really should be praying is, God, no matter what happens this game, yes, I want to win, obviously, but no matter what happens this game, win or lose, whether I hit the home run or I strike out, whether I get a hole in one, which is never going to happen anyway, or I just have the worst round of my life, whatever happens, help me to glorify you in everything that I do. And a lot of times God gets more glory in how you react in the face of adversity than he does with how you celebrate victory. And guys, listen, I believe in prosperity. I believe that, that God provides for all of our needs. I believe that he wants to give generously to us because he's a great God. And I believe he wants us to give generously as well. And so don't misinterpret what I'm saying. What I'm simply saying is the idea here is not to make a, 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 a Christmas list of everything that you want, that you think would make you happy necessarily, that glorifies you, okay? Remember the first part of the, of the verse, delight yourself in the Lord, delight yourself in glorifying God. That's really what it's saying, okay? Delight yourself in godly things, making sure he gets credit. And yes, when you win, give God the credit. But it also means that when you face adversity, give God the credit. And I mentioned wars before. I'd be willing to bet we have a lot fewer wars if both sides of that war who are praying to God for victory would instead pray to God for guidance and pray that they would they would glorify him in all things okay you probably would have a lot fewer conflicts on a on an international level if people did that I think you have a lot fewer conflicts on a personal level as all well, as well one of the things that um, I see in my job as an attorney where I do a lot of divorces is I talk to people about their marriages, and I, I've mentioned, Chris, this to you about how I basically do marriage autopsies. And you see a lot of what should be discussions between couples where they should be working together to glorify God in their marriage and, and find God's divine will for their purpose instead becomes, I want to win this. This, this, will, this will gratify my flesh if I win this argument. And what you really wind up doing is, yeah, you can win an argument, but you can lose your relationship very easily because the fact that it became an argument is the problem in the first place. If you delight yourself in the Lord, you don't get to the argument and you don't get the I'm right, you're wrong mentality. You get the let's get into God. Let's dig deep. Let's see what he has for us. And whatever we do in this conversation, let's make sure we glorify him in everything. So listen, I'm not here to rain on your parade. I'm not here to tell you don't have hopes and dreams or anything like that. Absolutely. But Make sure it's God's hopes and God's dreams. And understand, yeah, you're going to have victories. And good for you, you should, because, you know, victories are great and everything. And we want to have victory. But sometimes the greatest victories are facing adversity and not letting it get the best of you. Facing adversity and still being able to praise God, still being able to be thankful for God. Okay, that's the idea. Delighting yourself in the Lord. In other words, figure out what makes God happy. Okay, and he'll give you the desires of your heart because then your heart will be conformed to him. And that's a level of happiness that no amount of, of, of home runs, no amount of Ferraris or Rolls Royces or Rolex watches or anything like that is ever going to bring you. And that's my message for you today. Awesome. That is actually my favorite verse or one of my favorite verses because I have so many. I, mean, well, I asked you yesterday what was your favorite verse and you said this one. Yeah. 
That's why. (laughs) (laughs) You can have more than one. There you go. But it is. And I, you know, you're right because delight yourself in the Lord. He will give you the desires of your heart. But the desires, when you're delighting yourself in the Lord, his desires for you are becoming your desires. And it's something I always felt like I wrestled with was we take things to both extreme. I feel like there's either a a thing, like you said about the Ferraris. Okay, God wants me to have this, that, and the other, and every material possession. Well, I want to have it, and therefore God says I can have it. Therefore, (laughs) it is. Or you take it to the other extreme and say, okay, God, you said you'll supply all my needs, but that means food, air, water, shelter, and we. Oh, we, they take even the, the the full extreme of that is where is people will say, God, you know, when God says He'll supply all your needs, He means all your spiritual needs. He means He'll always comfort you. But that that other stuff that's materialistic. Right, right. So you go to both extremes, and and both are wrong. And both are wrong. And then both the the author of confusion is the enemy. So then you end up totally confused not knowing what to pray for, how to pray, and just spiritually paralyzed. And instead, I think the the God honors the heart. And when you say, God, you are first in my life. God, I put nothing before you. God, you are my heart's desire more than anything else I could possibly desire. But God, I have this, this need. I, I have this heart's desire here. And I've seen God work in my life. I know in your life, you've seen him work where there are things that are just honestly just I know that God has put there and there are things that are wants, desires, mm-hmm. um, even, you know, getting married, right. all of those things that if you put God first and you pray for those other things, and let's say, then you not, don't have to run the risk of saying, well, what if it's something God doesn't want for me? Well, well then he's going to show you that he has something better. Well, you get some of these people who are so nuts and the desire of their heart is somebody else's wife. Now, yeah. <laughs> I mean, how do you conf- how do you reconcile that with the Bible saying, well, the first part's what's important. Delight yourself in the Lord. It doesn't just mean, God, I love going to church. And man, that guy's wife is hot. I want to be with her. That's, that is not it. Delight yourself in the Lord is, is, in other words, get into him spiritually. Understand what he wants for you. Yes. And then he'll give you the desires of your heart, not the desires of your flesh. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's a good distinction. Thank you. Just to make sure. So, All right, Kristen. Well, why don't you, listen, uh, the name of the show is actually Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. So why don't you pray for all these good people out here? Thank you, God. Thank you that you have been so faithful. God, time and time again, we've delighted ourselves in you, God, and you've given us the desires of our heart, the, the desires that you've put in us, God. And then... Lord, there's been other times where you've given us something far greater. Actually, more often, you give us something. We we say we want something, and you give us the best version of that, or you give us something far greater, Lord. And Lord, I, I pray that you would help break down our preconceived mindsets and just the walls in our mind where we have um, just just kind of, I feel like the Lord wants to break free for people who are just kind of in a box in their mind. You're, you're kind of limiting what God can do because you're holding so tightly and saying, no, this is what I want and this is the way I want it. And God, we give it to you because we know that you have the best for us. So God, we just, we just say, Lord, here's what we want. And we know because we can trust you because we are your beloved. We are the bride of Christ. 
and you love giving good gifts to us and you are the greatest gift of all, God. So I pray for every person who has a need, pray for every person who has this yearning and desire in their heart, God, that you put there. And I pray that you would fulfill that. And I pray that you would encourage those who maybe it's not the timing for your fulfillment, but you would encourage somebody tonight, that you would give them a God wink, that you would give them something that says, your time is coming and I have it for you. Because sometimes it's all we want to know. It's all we need. Sometimes we just need to know that God's got it. And I'm here to tell somebody tonight, God's got it for you. Just hold on to him and hold on to his promises. In Jesus' name, amen. Good word, baby. Good word. Thank you. All right. So let's get to our prayer request here. Who do we have? All right. If you want to do the first four. Okay. So Samina asks that we pray for her family. Saiheez asks that we pray for his stomach. Sunil says, pray for me to have a baby girl. And Perry says, just pray for me. All right. Well, first of all, I want to thank you, God, for all these people, not just these four, but all the people who wrote into us um, with their prayer requests. God, we pray for Samina's family. We pray that they're blessed and that they that there's no spirit of disunity there. I think that's really um, what this person's talking about. But just pray that there's there's a spirit of togetherness and oneness with you. For Sahiz, God, we speak to Sahiz's stomach. We order it to be perfectly normal and heal. To to digest properly, to give him no pain, no indigestion or anything like that. But God, he'd be able to eat properly and digest properly and that he cause him no sickness in Jesus' name. Uh, for Sunil, who asked for a baby girl, well, Father God, we pray that this person has the child that you want them to have. Uh, and if you've put on their heart to pray for a baby girl, then certainly that. But God, we just pray really for a healthy pregnancy uh, one free from complications that occurs at the right time that you give this person the right uh, the right child that you guide them in all things not just in the birth because parenting only starts at the birth but God that you 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 raise this child just like you know in the Bible where, where parents would dedicate their children to God ahead of time we pray that Sunil dedicates uh, their child to you and Perry just says pray for me well, that's what we're here for Perry so God, whatever, you know what Perry's needs are, we don't, but whatever we, whatever they are, God, we pray for his peace. We, pr we pray for uh, guidance. We pray for comfort, God. I think so often when people ask for prayer, nine times out of 10, they're not asking for guidance. They're asking for comfort. And so God, we, we pray that you just comfort Perry and be with him and uh, just help him feel your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And we also pray for um, a village school. Someone wrote in and told us that they're distributing um, uh, school materials and they don't have enough. And they're trying to reach out to these kids who, who need this, um, who need Jesus and need education. So God, we pray that you, Lord, we know that you say, let the little children come to me. We know your heart for children and we are your children. I just pray for that entire village to be overcome. And I pray for a revival to happen and those kids to grow up. And, and, you know, the, the Bible says there's so many times where, you know, you have little, little kids that are giants of faith and, um, you know, the Bible's no respecter of persons and it's no respecter of age. So I pray for a revival among those kids, Lord, and, uh, for that to spread out globally. I pray for, uh, Melinda who has a job interview, Lord, and we know that you have the right job for her. God, I pray that you just align your timing and your purposes 
uh, with Melinda's job and just close all the wrong doors and make the right door obvious. Cameron's sister who's ill, Lord, I pray for divine healing in Jesus' name. We pray for this, this woman to be uh, delivered and for her body to line up with the will of God. We pray for Juanita, who's a regular listener and is always so encouraging to us. Thank you, Juanita, for all your encouragement. We pray that you would just feel surrounded by God's love. I know you mentioned that you had good days and some bad days. And so I just pray that God would just surround you in all days. And uh, I know he does, but I just pray that you would feel his presence and uh, that you would feel that this is not just, this is not the end. I feel like God's telling you, this is not the end, Juanita. It's the beginning. The beginning you're looking at things as a sunset, but God has a sunrise for mm, you good one. in your life. Good one. So, so embrace the new beginnings that God has. Okay. Um, I don't know if this means anything to you, but the number eight is new beginnings. And so um, I'm just going to say that. I just feel led by the Holy Spirit to tell you that the number eight means new beginnings. I don't know what that means for you, but I feel like that's God's word for you. And then Prakash, who um, is a pastor in Nepal, have a lot of friends who minister in Nepal. So it's a a place that's really special in my heart, but he actually uh, sent us a very encouraging message saying he's praying for us. So we want to say we're praying for you. Thank you for your encouragement. And we pray for you and we pray for your church. We just pray that the presence of God will fall so strongly in you. In Jesus name. Amen. Not to get into numerology or anything like that, but it is an interesting coincidence. She was the eighth prayer request that we did. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, again, not into numerology right. no. at all. Nope. Just weird yeah <laughs> that's all sometimes things are weird they can be weird all right Tweety, do you want to um lead everybody in the call of salvation here absolutely if you have never accepted jesus as your lord and savior this is your moment don't wait don't wait this is the moment for you so just follow after me and jesus can be your personal savior so just follow after me dear jesus i admit that i have sinned i ask you to come into my heart Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we're so excited for you. Let us know about it. Send us a message or comment. Uh, we want to help you get started with your walk. And hey, do you realize that we have been, I know you have realized this, we have been married over a month. A month and a day. I did realize that. Yes, yes absolutely. You're so good at looking at the camera. I keep looking down at the monitor here. <laughs> That's Here's... okay. All right. That works. All right, guys. Listen, thanks for joining us. Um, we're going to be doing these more frequently again. We just have to kind of get everything set up in our new home here. Obviously, you've seen the ones we do from Kristen's old parents' basement and, and my old recording studio back at my parents' house or whatever. And, uh, you know, we have a God to bless us with a beautiful house. And we thank him for that. And it's just a matter of really getting things set up so that we're not always doing this in the kitchen. But uh, we'll, we'll figure it out soon enough. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining us. We hope this has been a blessing to you. You guys have always been a blessing to us. Uh, we'll see you next time, which hopefully will be very soon. And in the meantime, as always, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.